0: Hello, and welcome to the franchise life. I am your host, Stacey Shannon. Today, we are going to dive into a brand called iFoam. And iFoam is one of the fastest growing insulation brands in the industry today. And with me today, I have Wit Shepherd, who is the brand director for iPhone. Welcome, Wit.
1: Glad to be here, Stacey. Thanks for having us.
0: My pleasure. Okay, Wit. I admit I know nothing about the insulation industry, and I understand that iPhone is one of the fastest growing brands in this space today. So let's just take it from the top. Can you just give an introduction to what iPhone is? absolutely love to.
1: And I'll tell you, you're not alone. A majority of our candidates are corporate refugees, right? Looking to get out of corporate America and, and get into a service-based business. And I would say probably 90 plus percent of them have zero experience in insulation or any other brands that we have and half of them probably couldn't swing a hammer if they had to so you're not alone there because what we're looking for is empire builders people looking to build great businesses in in a market and really grow and we know that that can't happen somebody's just so focused on hands-on business versus heads-on business so um what is iphone uh is you know we're we're um Comfort and efficiency insulators. So I want everybody to understand that um, we're not just a foam insulation company. We're an insulation provider for, it could be the old school bat insulation you see in the strips, or it could be the blown-in cellulose recycled material you see, or the the state-of-the-art new thing, which is foam insulation.
0: So this is a brand that is very new to horsepower brands. And we'll get into horsepower brands in a bit. But this is what we would consider an emerging brand. How many locations do you currently have throughout the United States today?
1: Yeah, Currently over 35 locations now. Um, You know, I I, I say that's, that's pretty interesting, as you mentioned emerging brands. And when you think about horsepower brands and what we do, we're a little bit different than most franchisors of we spent a year now prior to launching iPhone and even a lot of our other brands of putting a team in place, support and marketing, all the things that we do before we launch it to uh, to go out there and build it and grow it. So we're not figuring out along the way. The plane's already in the air. We're already taken off and ready to go. We don't have to stop and pause development. This is just things we've learned over many years in franchising uh, as franchisees and franchise orders.
0: And that's an excellent point, and I'm glad you brought that up. So Horsepower Brands, for those listening, uh, just a quick intro, is a franchise development organization, in essence, or a franchise organization that owns and even operates uh, many home service brands. And I think, do you have around 15 in the portfolio today?
1: So we're currently at seven brands at, at the moment, and, and our goal is 25 brands by 2025. And, and just to, to dive a little bit deeper in that, that's 25 brands and or supporting verticals to each one of those brands. So, again, where you find the big difference in horsepower brands versus everybody else at market is that we own a lot of these verticals in-house, marketing, recruiting, um, all of your uh, call center, all these other things that you need as a business owner, we own these in-house because we have high expectations. And honestly, uh, we just got tired of trying to go to market, try and grab good vendors that would fit what we wanted.
0: Absolutely. So we'll dive into that a little bit more once we get into the technology and the support of iPhone specifically. So, okay, this is a brand that you say, you know, you're looking for empire builders. Uh, you They do not need to have direct applicable experience in this space. Um, as far as the services, there are multiple revenue streams under iPhone. And it's not only for residential, but it's also for commercial. So can you share a little bit more and dive into some of those different revenue streams and services that iPhone offers? Absolutely.
1: So you've got your residential platform, which is new home construction, new builds. Uh, and you've got your, what we call retrofits, which are older existing homes that are experiencing Hot and cold spots in a home, Uh, they are experiencing high utility bills, or a lot of people overlook the health side of, they could have somebody in the family that has some type of health issue that really relies on really great indoor air quality. So that's our residential platform. When you look at commercial industrial, um, that is, you know, large new construction, uh, commercial industrial platform, uh, as well as some reconstruction on commercial buildings as well. So The way that the iPhone has been set up is it is a volume producer. So as you launch, we want to look at the residential side because of cash flow every single day. Naturally, when you go into the market and we can kind of go to market as almost the uh, 800 pound gorilla is we're going to naturally just, you know, really kind of merge towards that larger commercial job just due to the volume we're allowed to put out with the way we set up the equipment and vehicles.
0: So, okay, so this kind of reminds me of my sister owns, or she owned a condo in the Tampa Bay area. And um, she ended up uh, having mold in her walls. And it turned out to be just a horrific situation because it really, she did not catch it early on. And it was something that spread throughout so she had to go and get all of the you know the mold mold remediation, I guess, and, and any insulation redone. So this is I mean, this does have very much a value proposition as far as to your residential customers. Um, when you're talking iPhone, you're also talking energy savings, I would imagine. Correct and is that's applicable both to residential and i would assume to the commercial market
1: absolutely right cuz you're you're going in and now where air can leave the home you're now keeping that consistent temperature so typically you're you're looking about a, if you're looking at a residential kind of uh, mindset typically from like a indoor living space to a attic space you're about a 10 degree or so difference from what the interior is living space versus what's in the attic. So you're basically um, putting that foam barrier up on, on the on the roof line.
0: So how do you demonstrate that value when, uh, let's say, I call my local iPhone franchise owner, and I want to understand what the cost savings would be for me to re-insulate my home with iPhone? How does that process work? Yeah, that's great.
1: Uh, And this is probably where we really set ourselves apart in a market is that, um, you know, there's there's gonna be some insulation companies out there. Um, Not everybody's gonna do all services, but a lot of times these companies are just focused on where is their greatest margin versus what is the best fit for the customer. Again, this is why we really kind of come in saying, we're gonna give you good, better, best option. Uh, to what fits your budget so we're going to come in and do a full home efficiency test and we're going to show them hey reverse airflow with a smoke pen here is where air is leaving your home here's where your grace issues are heat meters showing them where hot and cold spots are could be throughout the home And at the end of that whole process after talk with that customer we're going to sit down with them with an ipad and say look here's what we found out here is what the best approach would be and what the cost is, and then on down the line. So we're fully educating the customer, uh, and the value proposition is where they really kind of go, okay, great, nobody else has come in and educated me on what makes the most sense. Because the, with our franchisees, the customers are calling us. We're not door knocking saying, hey, have you thought about changing your insulation? They're calling us and saying, I have this problem. I think you have the solution. If you can come over and educate me and provide a value proposition that's high enough, I'll swipe her credit card or write a check.
0: So how are those health assessments performed? I mean, I would assume there's, you mentioned the iPad, you sit down with your iPad and you show them, you know, the, the good, the medium, the best and so forth. But how are those health assessments performed? And what type of experience does the individual need to have who's performing it?
1: Yes, yeah, so the experience um, is not something where you need somebody that's had this ton of experience in just insulation or foam. A lot of this is due to training back from the home office. It's ongoing and continuing. So, when we're talking about these 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 these, these inspections that we're going through, is basically um, heat heat and cold spots um, where air quality is leaving the home. Uh, you know how much insulation is left in the home, how old the home is. And showing them like, hey, here's basically, you started with this month's installation when you built the home and now you've got this much because it starts to settle. So showing them all those key points of why either adding additional, again, blown in, that may be all they need, or taking all the old stuff out with the things that crawl up in there and all the stuff that we also know we don't probably want to get too much into, but replacing that with foam, right? And, And completely closing that space off.
0: So I'm, I'm on the iPhone website, with, and it shows this uh, really cool like laser heat map, like it's pointing at a house, it, it looks like a tool that mm-hmm. you're pointing at a house and it shows green, yellow, orange, and red. So is that a uh, proprietary technology that is specific to iPhone that is used?
1: It's not proprietary. Those are those are things that a lot of different industries use uh, in different settings. Uh, that's just a tool that we've added. To iphone again to further educate the customer on. Here is here is all the reasons why this is so important and why you should look at making a change to your home. Uh, it's just all the education we can provide is key. And again, that 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 goes back to that value proposition.
0: All right. So let's talk about the employee landscape for a concept such as this. Uh, you're looking for empire builders, so that means you do not want uh, the owner necessarily working in the business, but on the business and growing the business. So, from uh, you know day one standpoint, what does this employee landscape look like for launching a territory?
1: Yeah, launching a territory so. Um, A majority of our franchisees are what I like to call semi-involved, right? Um, And they're looking to bring on a a GM slash sales manager that's going to oversee the business in the day-to-day. You need a lead tech and a helper, and then also recommended bringing on a dedicated salesperson to go out there uh, and sell and close jobs.
0: All right. Seems pretty simplistic. And this is a home-based business model, I, I believe, that would require some type of industrial space.
1: Yeah, I recommend industrial warehouse space, about 2,500 square foot as what you're looking for. And that's made up of some concrete warehouse space and then a small office. Um, again, this doesn't need to be on Main Street where people are walking through your door because you're not going to be uh, retail facing.
0: All right. From a business support standpoint, and this is kind of now going back to the umbrella horsepower brand's uh, value and why it's important to a franchisee to really understand this. Um, So, from a business support standpoint, you do have a national call center, and that call center is dedicated to iPhone franchisees and the support of them.
1: That's correct. And scheduling as well. So they're going to answer the phone. Uh, They've been trained. There's a specific um, way they answer the phones and, and how they take that call. And then they'll also schedule the calls directly to our franchisees as well.
0: And that is huge. When somebody is considering a business investment, I mean, that is a significant cost savings for not having to have, per se, a full-time administrative assistant from the get-go that's sitting by the phone and answering it. Uh, Some of the other support that, and again, I want to emphasize what you had stated earlier, that with each brand or vertical They have independent, dedicated teams that are supporting uh, franchisees back at Horsepower Corporate in Omaha. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what's really cool about and always, I guess, kind of impressed me about Horsepower Brands is all of your, and correct me if I'm wrong, but all of your brands work off of the same technology, our end systems. And so the value of that is, and again, I know you're focused on empire builders, but it also allows for owners in essence. So let's just say I'm, I'm here in the West Palm Beach market. If I wanted to open up an iPhone in West Palm Beach, secure territory, get that business up and running, I could then look at Another horsepower brand that would be a complementary fit. And I would already have the familiarity to those systems and the processes and, you know, the corporate staff and so forth. So, you know, from your perspective, when you're talking to candidates, what value does that have when somebody's at a decision-making standpoint?
1: It, it adds a ton of value. Um, you know, Stacey, because as you think about this, as you you think about the process from the start till evaluating uh, a, a franchisor and all the time and effort and things that take, once you've kind of found that right fit and then you're looking at, okay, I've stood this business up and now it makes sense to add another supporting business on top of it, right? So stay in the same market, add a business on top and just keep stacking to whatever your goals are but I don't have to go back with those rigorous process of evaluating. Is this franchisor have good support? Are they going to take care of me? Do we get along? People know that the value that horsepower brings and everybody's on the same page of like, now it's just me just seeing which business makes the most sense to add on to where I'm already at. And they don't have to go with that long evaluation process again. So that was done by purpose uh, again, by, is what we're looking for uh, in the empire we're looking to build.
0: All right, so let's talk. Uh, let's go ahead and talk numbers. Okay. So the investment range it's pretty broad for a home based business model. The investment range is just rounding up between two hundred and forty thousand to around seven hundred and forty thousand. Can we dive into why the disparity?
1: Absolutely. I'd love to. And again, as I shared early on, you know, I've been in franchising service-based franchising for quite some time and multiple different types of businesses. And um, the reason why you see such a difference with iPhone and even a lot of our other horsepower brands is that we build a true item seven. And what I mean by that is that we are building out an item seven that we give that candidate an opportunity to say, look, big picture is this, right? So as you're growing this business, and you're looking at how you're going to fund it. I've seen so many times to where the franchisor is like, hey, come in at a lower amount. And they get to the point where they're ready to grow. And I'm like, okay, where do I go back and get the funding? Do, or I don't want to pull it out of my business as cash flowing. I don't want to be cash strapped. So what do I do? Do I just be uncomfortable and not grow? Or do I go and try and figure out where I'm going to get it? As a small new business owner, for us, we want to be able to set them up up front of, hey, I want you to have it and not need it, then need it and not have it. So, what we're basically doing is front-loading your growth costs into an item seven, if you wish to take that route, and be prepared to grow at a rapid rate.
0: And that is that is significant. I, they one of the worst things that anybody could do when looking at a business investment is to go in undercapitalized, mm-hmm. and I I share that over and over with clients I work with. I know that marketing, uh, you guys at, with this investment and any horsepower brand investment, um, you front load marketing for a year. So Mm -hmm. for that to be funded a year, are there any other buckets that specific to iPhone that are front loaded, similar to, to marketing?
1: So in, in, in the way we build the budget out, we front load all verticals. So marketing, um, uh, the call center, the technology and booking, we front load all those costs annually. Uh, now, again, as these candidates are working through their own individual budget, if they decide that going through that just from a monthly basis instead of an annual basis, they can do that. But again, we're thinking big picture. If you're going to go, you know, after a traditional SBA loan, um, it makes the most sense to try and grab as much capital up front as you can. Um, you know, a great example is one of our franchisees that's in Tulsa just crossed his first full year. And he said, I've I got a million dollar SBA loan. He goes, was it more than I needed? Absolutely. He goes, but I knew that I was going to need it earlier than later. And I'm now at that point where I'm glad I did it the way I did.
0: Wow. That's a great testimonial. So, this is a semi absentee or owner operator. We've talked a lot about empire builders as the ideal investor. What does a day in the life look like for a semi absentee owner versus an owner operator? Yeah, great.
1: Yeah, so, we like to see somebody has at least six to 12 hours to devote to the business, right? Uh, from a semi absentee standpoint, owner. Uh, and then they're going to work very closely with that general manager, right? So the general manager is the face of the business. They're working with the team. They're going out and doing bids. They are um, networking in and around the community. So from an owner's standpoint, um, high level numbers, KPIs, working directly closely with the marketing team with iPhone and horsepower brands. So just big picture, how can I move the needle quicker, bigger growth? They can focus on that instead of all the small items on the day-to-day, which we give that GM that opportunity to uh, uh, to take care of and handle so the owner can focus on growth.
0: All right. So back on the numbers, let's talk return on investment because 240000 to a $740,000 investment, I mean, Your empire builder is going to be focused on what this means to them at the end of the day from an ROI standpoint. Mm -hmm. So uh, can you dive into a little bit of what a prospect would see in an item 19? Sure.
1: Yes. We have two locations in our item 19. Um, The founder, which is in Alabama, uh, did a little bit over $3.4 million uh, in gross sales and then a, a franchisee in Tennessee, uh, that did a little over a million dollars in gross sales. What you're going to see breakdown from cost of goods expenses at the end of the day, um, Alabama's right at almost a 30% EBITDA. Uh, and uh, Tennessee is uh, right at about a 30 37% EBITDA.
0: Wow. And just to kind of put that into perspective, do you have an idea of how long each of those locations have been up and running?
1: I do. This is what this is the great story about this brand is that um, the Alabama location was the founder uh, launched in about 2012. um, Franchised it, but then realized really quickly that he he might be a little over his head when it comes to franchising. Decided to pause for a bit and just wait till the right partner opportunity came across. Uh, and that was when uh, Horsepower Brands and iPhone uh, came together in 2020. Uh, the location uh, in Tennessee, he sold prior to Horsepower Brands taking them on. So both of those locations have been able to generate that type of income and EBITDA prior to Horsepower Brands. So those are pre. Now that they're underneath the Horsepower Brands umbrella. Um, their business look drastically different. Um, they're more efficient. They're more profitable. Um, And they are, uh, in their own words, they are glad to be a part of uh, the Horsepower brand umbrella for sure.
0: So the brand then was established in 2012, and Horsepower took it over in 2020. And I believe you first started franchising then in 2022? Uh, so 20, yeah, kind of 2021,
1: you know, putting the team together, getting things in place. As I mentioned earlier on, like we're going to do a lot of legwork ahead of time. Mm-hmm. So about twenty, early 2022 is when we actually launched uh, and started doing development for iPhone.
0: Wow. Okay. So uh, what else? Let's talk about the average ticket, because this is this is a high ticket dollar item which is great because you're needing fewer customers given the the investment that your clients are making. So average ticket is around $7,400. So what is, what is one of your most expensive services and how cu- high can those tickets go?
1: Oh, wow. So yeah, average ticket $7,400, typically on the residential side. Um, when it gets into commercial, that number can be several hundred thousand. Um, so, you know, you are talking about landing a job uh, that can change your year drastically. A big ticket business like this can definitely do that. And we have uh, already been hearing some um, feedback from our franchisees. They're starting to land big commercial accounts uh, and jobs out there. So um, that's kind of one of the one of the things that we do is support wise is bringing people in to help with, as you said, like, hey, not everybody's experienced in insulation or the industry. What if I do go out and I one of my guys lands a large commercial job? How would I build? How do I bid that? What do we do? What's the process? We have already have a team in place to help with that. Uh, here's how we do it. We need to. If we need to help you bid that. We will. We will do that to make sure that we don't miss anything or you underbid or overbid. We're trying to be right in the middle.
0: And then the training of all of those individuals uh, comes specifically from the horsepower brands training with iPhone.
1: It does. We have a corporate location here in Omaha, um, for iPhone. And it's a very unique instance where the general manager running that, that location is actually buying it. So it is run like a true franchise. And he is basically doing it at the moment now, some sweat equity, but he is raising capital and we'll buy this business in two years. Um, the, the method behind the madness there was that this is a technical business where we need to have state of the art training and want to make sure we had that close to Omaha where everybody else is at. So we build a state of the art training facility and everybody comes here for the week and they, you know, they get actually get a chance to uh, spray foam and go out into real conditions uh, from a tech to a salesperson to, uh, to even what the GM owner role would be. So it's a kind of a full blown, day in the life of what it could look like once you come to Omaha and the interesting thing is even during our discovery days that we have here once a month every candidate gets a chance they suit up in uh, protective gear and they get a chance to spray foam while they're here so they really get to understand okay this is what it looks like and feels like to actually be uh, in this industry
0: interesting So that knowledge then is passed along as a franchisee continues to build their team and get these larger jobs, then they're just training in their territory. And I would assume there's probably some online training that can be leveraged, but that knowledge is just passed along.
1: Passed along, and we also do industry, industry specific, right? So there's going to be industry training that we're going to have our franchisees do. Uh, we're going to have regional trainings as well. So it's constant, ongoing, not just online training. There will be some things that will happen regionally. Um, they've got franchise coaches they have access to that that they can uh, work with training modules on as well. And then they can always send them back to Omaha if they want to train. They are out that expense of what that would cost.
0: So on a last note, with, what does the competition in this space look like?
1: Yeah. Um, so. We love competition. because I really view them as opportunity. Uh, So if you're looking at a market, you always hear like, gosh, there seems to be a lot of competition. That's great because that means that there's a huge need for what we're doing. Um, So what you're going to find, and one thing that we task our candidates is to do a really great job of doing your own due diligence. You know, act like you're going to request a service and see what the competition looks like. Um, There are very few other franchise models in the installation space, full installation services. Um, You're going to find some mom and pops out there as well. But the markets we're looking into, whether they be uh, large open-ended markets or more rural markets, we do see the opportunity where we can come in and be the 800-pound gorilla in the market just due to, again, the way that we present the marketing from the big box trucks with the pretty colors to the amount of volume and things that we can do as well. So we become that preferred insulation company fairly easily. Just uh, in in short is the number one thing which is so amazing is, is that you think about this, someone who even owns a business, half the